All right. Well, hello and welcome. Welcome and hello. Today is Thursday, which means that it is vlog day. Welcome to 2016. Took a little uh, took a little bit of a break there. Took about, ooh, it was like two weeks. It was like almost a full two weeks off, but we're back. We're back here in 2016 with another, oh, just fun action packed vlog. Of course, there's going to be some beer. Of course, there's going to be some first impressions. Of course, there's going to be some shout outs. Of course, there's going to be my favorite comment of the week. I don't have a retro vaping segment prepared this week simply because I didn't really have enough time to prepare. This vlog is very much a thrown together vlog, but like but like that one vlog, remember that one vlog I had like a long time ago and I said, this is going to be the best vlog ever. I'm saying that again. I think this is going to be the best vlog ever. And before I even get into anything at all, before I say a word more, I had an email <clears throat> from a guy named Joseph who said, it would be incredible if you were to answer this question in a vlog. And I just got this email eight days ago. I'm still getting really, really caught up on emails, you guys. A lot of emails, <clears throat> YouTube comments, Facebooks, all the social media, stuff like that. Additionally, we're moving the Namber Juice uh, website to some new servers that can handle stuff with security. And I don't know, but all that is happening. And it's just this big, uh, you know, there's just a lot going on. So I apologize. It's going to be a little, uh, you know, delayed in, in some responses just because of the holidays and stuff like that. But this guy, Joseph wrote to me and said, my name is Brooks. That's not what your email says, Joseph. My name is Brooks, and I wanted to ask if you have any plans on attending Vaping in the Coast, Vaping the Coast, this summer in Mobile, Alabama, my hometown. It would be really cool to have you here for this convention. The vape community in Mobile is extremely strong and growing every day. Uh, it would be incredible if you were to answer this question in a vlog. No, I have no plans, unfortunately, Brooks. I keep, your email says Joseph, but then you tell me your name is Brooks. Which is it? What kind of guy are you? Uh, unfortunately, Joseph or and or Brooks, um, I don't have any plans to be in Mobile, Alabama this summer, but you never know what could happen. There are some vape mates that uh, are... I'm planning on being at uh, VCC in Tampa this year. I have to book my travel, but I plan on being there. Winston-Salem, no, it's not Winston-Salem. It's in Charlotte this year. Charlotte, North Carolina. Vapor Slam, I plan on being there. There is other things happening. February, Vaping the Sun in Arizona. I'm going to be there. There's just a whole lot of stuff coming up. And I haven't planned out my entire year yet of vape meets, but I don't know. Stranger things have happened. Uh, I ended up in Pittsburgh last year, which I didn't think would happen. So you never know. I might end up in Mobile, Alabama, but I don't have any plans right now to do that. So I hope that answers your question. Let me get out my vlog notes. And even though I say that, I always have my vlog notes out anyway. So we did get to Joseph's email. First thing, first thing on the docket. So what have I been vaping? I've been gone for what seems like a while now. What have I been vaping this whole time? So there's one mod. It's pardon me, it's over here. There's one mod, and we're going to talk about this mod in my first impressions, even though it's not really a first impressions of this mod. I've been using it nonstop since I got it. This is the MX box from vapemx.com. Of course, I'll post links in the description. This is the Heracles Plus tank that I really, really enjoy. Hopefully, I'll have a review for that very, very soon. And this is uh, Pony on Acid from Smacks in here. This has been just a fantastic vape. This is a dual 18650 
box, regulated box. I have it set to 60 watts with a 0.43 ohm coil. Wonderful, just, just freaking wonderful. No other real surprises here. Noisy Cricket, indestructible RDA. I actually did rebuild and re-wick this recently. That coil had been in there a while. I did up a new, a new, a new dual-fused Clapton. Uh, it's 40-gauge Canthal over 26-gauge Niachrome. <coughs> Pardon me. Dual-fused Clapton, single coil on there. Comes out to 0.4 ohms every time around a 2.5-millimeter drill bit, and it's one, two... What? One, two, three, four, five, six. That is a six wrap right there. Hey, great. I switched up the juice forever. I had been using Yig. Just Yig, 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 Yig for days. And so I decided uh, I wanted to try something different. It's dreadful outside. It is cloudy and raining and dark it's the sun's not even down but it just it's dark i closed my blinds because there was some light coming in i might open them up later it is dark outside it's like in the middle of the afternoon and i was craving something for a rainy day so i grabbed some uh mom's pineapple cake in, in the we have 60 mil bottles now 60 mil bottle of mom's pineapple cake three milligram it's just as delicious as i remember it jabo noisy cricket has everybody bought one of these yet? Because you you probably should have. Great. Just a really, really great vape. Also been using that, uh, you know, the Rouleau from Wismec, the RX200 version of which I just upgraded the firmware. And as far as I can tell, the only new thing with it is it has a different font, like the numbers look slightly different. Anyway, this is the Twisted Messes RDA, uh, caramelized banana, 99.9 watts. Might as well just make that an even 100 watts. 0.14 ohm coil. Uh, like I said, Twisted Messes RDA. I stormtroopered it. I put a stormtrooper sticker on the back door. You know, on the back door that comes off, I put a stormtrooper sticker, except I didn't quite line it upright because it's really off. When I put this on, I thought it was perfect. I'm like, no, that is going to be amazing. And I peeled it off, and I'm like, wow, I could not have put that on more crooked if I tried. So I'm going to leave it on there for a little bit. I may peel it off and throw something else on there, but I was really stoked. I was like, dude, that's cool. Stormtrooper on there. Um, obviously, yeah, I'm a big fan of this mod, but you guys saw my best of, two, uh, best of 2015 video. What was that? A week? Two weeks ago now? Crazy. And lastly, what I've been using is Vapor Flask, uh, Aeolus Light on there. This is set to 35 watts. What the hectic? 100 watts. This should be set to 100 watts. This is that Striker uh, juice, the coffee hot chocolate juice uh, in an easy dripper, of course, because easy drippers. Aeolus Light, uh, this is built to 0.15. I have it set to 100 watts. It's, uh, it's been rocking and rolling. The, the flavor on this Aeolus Light is just, just great. So yeah, before it gets any more vapey in here, let's move forward. So we covered Joseph's email and what I've been vaping. I got an email from Kassa recently, and we are supposed to thank 
Uh, Tom Miller from Iowa, right? So Kassa wrote, uh, spent on an email. Obviously, if you're a Kassa member or supporter and you're on their email list, you got this email too. Uh, it says, in the final days of 2015, Iowa Attorney General Tom Miller released a statement in support of vapor products. Fuck yeah, Tom Miller. That's what I like to see. This is a significant departure from the public statements of his counterparts in other states. Kassah is encouraging Iowa residents to take this opportunity and voice your support for Attorney General Miller's positive remarks about vaping. Please include your story about how vapor products have made a difference in your life and share why you're passionate about this issue. I'll have links in the advocacy section of this vlog video to where you can send an email, you can send a letter and just say, thank you, Tom Miller. Thank you for your positive statements and your support of vapor products. Uh, the gist that I get from this email is that other attorney generals in other states do not share his same outlook and his same, you know, point of view on vapor products. And I think that's uh, I think that's just very, very cool. So if you're a CASA member, then you got that email as well. And if you're not, you should be. And if you're not, I'll have a link in the description to where you can uh, to where you can write in and then do all that non stuff. Moving forward in in advocacy world, there's one thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, a lot of people, loads of people, have been sending me this German petition. Okay, this is part of the TPD, the Tobacco Directives, Tobacco Product Directives. Uh, thing that's happening in the EU right now. It's happening in the UK and Ireland and Germany, all of Europe. EU, that's Europe. The website's in German, and then when Google translates it, it's just, I don't quite understand what's going on. Petition 61453. And so this is for German residents. Um, the German Bundestag. I don't know that's German. Well, I don't know what that means. I don't speak German. You know, my dad uh, took German for a number of years in high school, and uh, the only thing that he remembers how to say is, uh, this food tastes so good in the open air. <laughs> that's it. After like four years of German, and uh, that's, all, that's all he remembers how to say. I don't know why that made me think of it. Boostang? Anyway, it says... Uh, they may decide that the new tobacco directive, Article 20, which is the TPD, which relates to the electronic cigarettes, not to be implemented. Um, the electronic smoke, also called steaming in Germany, that's right, they call it steaming, is in its way not nearly as harmful as smoking regular tobacco. Okay, there's a lot going on on this website. I'm not exactly sure how to navigate it. I think that some of the verbiage is getting lost in translation. Uh, there seems to be a forum attached to it. But if you're in Germany, follow the link in the description and take some sort of action by signing this petition. Uh, as a general rule, I'm not a huge, huge fan of petitions. I don't feel like they're super effective, A, at least in the United States. I don't know how it works in Germany. In the United States, petitions are not not super effective. B, they're the least you can possibly do in the United States. There's a lot more that you could do than just signing a petition. Don't sign the petition and go, okay, good luck everybody, my work here is done. Don't do that. If you sign this petition, follow up with, oh, look at this, sorry. Uh, flood warning in this area. Okay, stop. 
Thank you for the flood warning. Sign the petition, do your part, follow up on the petition if you're in Germany. Feel like this is a uh, I feel like this is an incredibly important thing. So, what I want to talk to you about, my big my big topic before I get to anything else is I just want to cover uh, what happened in the guide to vaping.com's best of 2015 results. I'm not a person to brag or toot my own horn, but I'm going to put this right there for the remainder of the video. That's the award from guidetovaping.com. Best YouTube channel. Grim Green. Voted on. By you. By the public. By the vape. <laughs> by the vape community. Best YouTube channel. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to leave there that the whole time. Maybe just during this segment, but we're going to click over there. We're going to click over to guidetovaping.com and I'll post a link in the description. Best of 2015 results. Um, Guide to Vaping has been doing this since 2011. 2011, 2012. Okay, I don't have to list all the years, but they've been doing it since 2011. And the uh, results are kind of, you know, I don't know, all over the place. It's I'm, I'm glad that they do this, not because it's like super accurate or is like the be-all, end-all, this is the best clearomizer on the market, but it's like a little timed capsule. It's a little timestamp of the community at that time. So we can go back to 2011. Let's see what was popular in 2011. I think this would be interesting. Uh, best of 2011. Best e-liquid vendor, Copper Creek. Does anybody... I don't even... I was around in 2011 and I don't even remember Copper Creek. Best e-liquid vendor, Vermilion River. I don't remember Vermilion River either. Most creative e-liquid name. Ectoplasma from good old Juicy Vapor. Most creative e-liquid e flavor, crab juice. Uh, top e-liquid of 2011, Vermilion River. They just swept these awards in 2011. Has anybody vaped Vermilion River since 2011? I have no idea. Best one-stop shop, Mad Vapes. Most seen vendor, Clouds of Vapor. Does anybody remember Clouds of Vapor? I haven't uh, seen them in forever. Best prices on batteries. Uh, let's see, what was the best tank system? Map tank. Oh, I have to dig out my map tank and do some retro vaping with the map tank. But in 2011, that was voted the best tank system. Best cardamizer, which isn't even a category anymore. Smoke Tech Dual Coil. Best atomizer, the Cisco 306. Oh, I remember the Cisco 306. Loved the Cisco 306. 2011, uh, best clearomizer, Aspire Atlantis. Yeah, there you go. The Aspire Atlantis was out in 2011? Was the Aspire Atlantis out in 2011? Apparently it was. Let's see. Most entertaining show, Russ. Click bang. Show with the best content, the vape team. Network with the best content, VP Live. Most giving host, JD Vore. I remember JD Vore. Best forum, ECF. Favorite reviewer, Grim Green. That that was great. That was my first. Uh, that was my first vote as favorite reviewer. Vape networks uh, most likely to ban you. Vape TV. <laughs> there you go. I want to read through some of these other ones. I want to go back to 2012 as well. Let's just look real quick. Just real quick, 2012 before we move on to 2015. Best of 2012 award. Now I don't remember any of this. Best e-liquid vendor, Mountain Oak Vapors. Uh, they are still around. Best e-liquid vendor. 
Oh, best e-liquid vendor is Vape Dudes. Sorry. Uh, most creative e-liquid, radiator fluid. Does anybody remember radiator fluid? God, that stuff was awful. Just awful. If I had to pick one of the worst juices I've ever had, I believe it to be radiator fluid. It was like menthol, black licorice, root beer, tobacco. It was ridiculous. Top e-liquid of 2012. Who wants to guess? Boba's Bounty. Remember Boba's Bounty? I thought Boba's Bounty tasted like a... Uh, I thought it tasted like a hamster cage. Most seen vendor, again, was Clouds of Vapor. Best tank system was the Vivi Nova. So no, the Aspire Atlantis could not have been out in 2011. Of course it was not out in 2011. Best tank system was the Vivi Nova. Vivi Nova. Best new mod, Ego Sea Twist. I called it. I said that was a game changer back in the day. Back in 2012, I said the Ego Twist is a game changer. It was voted best new mod of 2012. Must have accessory, Vivi Nova. Most entertaining host, Dimitri from the Vape Team. Back when the Vape Team was a thing, Vape Team's not even around anymore. CJ Vaping Monkey was on Vape Team. Dimitri was on Vape Team. Amanda was on Vape Team. Jamie was on the vape team. And I don't think I got any awards uh, in 2012. Although VaporCon was voted the best vape meet. Um, yeah, favorite reviewer, P. Bissardo. P. Bissardo swept it. He took it that year. Vaping's biggest supporter is Kasa, and the biggest muckraker was Russ Wishtart. I would encourage you to go back and look at all of the favorites over the years. It's very, very interesting how, uh, how things change like that. But best of 2015, most seen vaping company, Vapor Joe's Network, best customer service, Giant Vapes. Love Giant Vapes. Love Giant Vapes. I just do. Best e-liquid manufacturer, Vape Wild. I've actually never tried their stuff. Best e-liquid flavor, Mad Scope from Scope Juice. Never tried that flavor. And it won by a landslide. 1,200 votes. And the runner-up had 550 votes, which was flaked. A juice called Flaked. Not even sure. Not even sure. And this is the funniest part. This is the, the most comedic part to me. Best Clearomizer of 2015, Smoke Tech TFV4. Yeah! The one that I disliked the most, the TFV4. Second place, the one I thought was the most overrated, the UL Crown. There you go. That's, that's how different people are from everybody else. And I always say the same thing. If we all vaped the same way, the world would be a very, very boring place. All of these are listed on here. I mean, all the results. I'm obviously not going to read all the results. Uh, best RDA of 2015? Velocity by a fucking landslide. Uh, 1,121 votes went to the Velocity. 500 Votes went to the Twisted Messes RDA in second place. Best device, Segeli 150TC. Um, <clears throat> I, th I thought that was interesting. Best regulated device of 2015, Segeli 150TC. Thoughts? Question. What was your favorite regulated device of 2015? That's what I would like to know. I don't think the Segeli 150TC was that great, but... It won. I mean, 1,131 votes. Best battery of 2015. Not a huge surprise here. Samsung 25R battery with over 2,000 votes. Category, best YouTube channel. Grim Green, 1,300. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm not trying to, I don't know why. I'm not trying to be cocky or anything like that. And I said this on GrimGreen.com. I've never 
considered, uh, you know, worried about being cool or being popular or being the best at anything. I just do this because I enjoy it and I think that everybody deserves to have a good vape. That's that's why I started doing this and it's honestly super humbling, super cool to be voted the best YouTube channel uh, of 2015 with 1300 votes. I think that's that's uh, I think that's very very cool. Best vape show, not a convention, Mod Envy by a landslide uh, with Plumes of Hazard barely cracking 400 votes. Uh, second place to the Plumes of Hazard. I voted uh, I voted for the Plumes of Hazard. Absolutely. Best advocacy group. I mean, by more than a landslide, Casa, Casa.org. If you're not a Casa member, be a Casa member. Far and away the best advocacy group, not blowing smoke, coming in second place with 710 votes. Now this is the one, so this is, there's a bunch of categories here that are really interesting to me. And I'm going to start from the bottom up. Best vape convention was Vape Mania Vapor Slam, which is, that's a great convention. Although I don't know why Vape Mania and Vapor Slam are being lumped into the same uh show like into the same convention they're two different conventions at two different times of the year and so that doesn't make any sense that's like saying vpx was the best even though there's like seven different vpx events how come that didn't win anyway and then here's the category that uh okay celebrity of vaping is 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 that's a dumb thing uh we don't have celebrities in vaping because it's vaping. I don't know. Do, do we have uh, celebrities? Do we have smoker celebrities? No. Or I mean, other hobbies? Are there like um, people that are really into like model airplanes and they have like a model airplane forum? Are they like, oh, well, you know, Jeremy McCulley, he's model airplaning's biggest celebrity. Does that exist anywhere else? Um, best vaping advocate of 2015 should have gone to Gregory Connolly by a landslide. He should have just won that hands down, just no questions asked. Greg Connolly works tirelessly, busts his ass day and night. I've never seen the man when he's not tired. He's always tired. He's at every vape meet that I was at this year. And in between those vape meets, he was flying to different cities and states and speaking to senators and speaking to health committee members and physically going out there and, you know, uh, being out there to talk about vaping, to advocate for vaping. I sit in my office with all my vape stuff and a my own bed and my own shower and I, I sit here comfortably and I do as much advocacy as I possibly can. I don't believe that I... Uh, I'm I'm honored. I mean, I am humbled that people have voted that Grim Green is the best vaping advocate of 2015, but I wholeheartedly disagree. I think uh, Gregory Conley should have been number one because Gregory Conley kills it. I voted for Gregory Conley, and that's that's just how it is. That's just how it should be. I think he I think he should have won that. But yeah, very very cool. It's a very very fun experience. Very very humbling for me to be voted in so many categories, even just to be on there. You know what? I would have been perfectly happy. I would have been just peachy keen to be like third or fourth place in all of these. That's fine. Just. It's enough to be nominated, you know what I mean? And 
to win a couple of them is just very, very cool. And I'm not going to gloat and I'm not going to say that I have the best everything because I know I don't have the best everything. But it's 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 honor. It's quite honestly an honor to uh, to be uh, voted number one in some of these categories. But vaping's best advocate, I am not. Greg Connolly, thank you for all your hard work. You should have been vaping's best advocate in 2015. So yeah, moving forward, I believe right now that I am a thirsty man. It's time to drink some beer. <laughs> All right, well, let's taste some beer here. Now, this beer I have, let me let me get it. Let me get it up on the Beer Advocate site. So this is from Founders out of uh, the Michigan area, and this is the Founders Breakfast Stout. Now, this isn't the KBS. This isn't the Kentucky Breakfast Stout, which is a much higher-rated beer. This is just the Breakfast Stout. And I always used to be confused when I wasn't like a beer guy, and when I was drinking Takati and PBR, I'd always see things like, breakfast stout or imperial stout and be like i don't know what any of that means but breakfast stout this is a double chocolate coffee oatmeal stout coffee oatmeal stout breakfast stout that's what they call their coffee oatmeal stout is a breakfast stout now this is still a very very highly rated beer on beer advocate it's got a 99 slash 100 world class rating and now probably Two years ago, I had this beer, and I want to revisit it. This is the Founders Breakfast Stout, and I do have a bottle of the Kentucky Breakfast Stout, which I don't know, maybe we'll do next week, but I got my tulip glass, I got my sex toy uh, bottle opener, and we're going to open it, and thank you, Founders, for not, not doing corks. Cork fear is real. So I'm going to pour this not over my keyboard into a tulip-style glass, and yes, this is a super super dark beer. Now, I'm comparing this mentally already in my head to my current favorite chocolate, uh, no, not chocolate stout, coffee stout, the Modern Times Black House. That is, without a doubt, uh, one of my favorite beers of 2015. It's just delicious. I mean, that might take one, two, three, four, and five. That might be my top five beers of 2015 is Modern Times Black House. It's just so effing good, and I loved it from the second I tasted it. Now, I had this breakfast stout. The first time I had it, I wasn't really super into the super dark beers. I was drinking a lot of like lighter Belgian-style ales, so maybe I didn't fully appreciate it back then. It's got a really nice, dark, thick head on there. I'm going to have to drink through that like a man, Ruby Roo. It's got a super dark, just a dark, dark body on it. Let's see what one of the top reviewers on Beer Advocate has to say. <laughs> a masterful combination of coffee and chocolate in this stout, with the oatmeal making its appearance at very well. With the oatmeal making its appearance at well? Hmm, I think he meant to type as well, and you're one of the top reviewers on Beer Advocate. Very smooth and not disappointing. This VV Clark for the bonus. Well, okay, well now you're just spelling things wrong. Thanks, VV Clark for the bonus delivery after our regular trade. Baby picture on the bottle is a flash of brilliant, subtle humor. That's not a beer review. <laughs> 
describing the funny label isn't a beer review. This could be my favorite regular beer of mine. Had it again three and a half years later, and the bitterness was well subdued by the chocolate. Thick. That's how he ends it, with just the word thick. It's its own sentence. It's like the shortest phrase, you know, the shortest verse in the Bible. Just thick. Thank you, top reviewer on Beer Advocate. You're useless. Anyway, I'm going to drink through this. Here's to ya. Founder's Breakfast Out. Super, super chocolatey, super, super coffee-y. It's got a very thick uh, mouthfeel, very thick body. I get it in the jowls again. I get that, like, bitterness in my jowls. Super good. Absolutely. Um, It's a very clean finish for such a strong, heavy, chocolatey coffee oatmeal stout. Um... It's very nice. I get a little bit of chocolatey sweetness, a little bit of like a diacetyl style, uh, you know, butteriness. I can almost guarantee you that this has diacetyl in it, which is actually perfectly fine to drink. You can't imagine that it doesn't have diacetyl because it has that like really creamy, like buttery chocolate flavor going on in there. It's good. I don't even know what I would pair with this. Uh, Let's try caramelized bananas. Sure, why not? I don't know. There's no chocolate, but there's caramel and there's banana. And that might pair well with it. I don't know. Let's see. It's good. It's not bad. I mean, that's not... It's not bad. It's not amazing, but it's not bad. The beer actually complements the juice more than the juice complements the beer, which is interesting. The bitter, dark chocolate butteriness of this makes the caramelized bananas taste even sweeter. It makes this juice taste sweeter than it actually really is. I'm going to try this one. I'm going to try that striker juice. I think this is already uh, I think this is already juiced. I'm going to try that striker juice which I can't remember the name of. I'll track it down and put a link in the description for you. As with most everything I talk about. With most everything I talk about, devices, beers, juices, advocacy, it's all going to be it's all going to be linked below. But this is that striker like uh, hot chocolate juice. Good. Wow. That is a really good pairing. This juice just really pairs well. I think the next time I go to Vegas or the casinos, I am bringing the striker juice. It just, it's a nice, it pairs really well with beers and alcohols for some reason. Let me do one last one. Yeah, that's really good. That is a really, really good pairing. So yeah, absolutely. Founders out of Michigan. It's not often that we get Michiganian beers. In fact, I don't remember the guy that sent me this because I am a terrible person. Oh my God, I can't believe I can't remember his name. Uh, If you sent me Founders Breakfast Stout, uh, shoot me an email so I can give you proper credit, wonderful mystery person. Let me give you a hug here. 
can't believe I can't remember his name. Breakfast Stout. Founders Breakfast Stout. It's delicious, and I'll have links in the description, but I'm going to continue to enjoy this throughout the vlog, as if you have a beer with you tonight, you should continue to enjoy it throughout the vlog. What I want to do next, after beer, that's right, it's shout-out time. It is Alright, so let's get into some shout-outs. Now, as always, I have a really long list of shout-outs. I love doing shout-outs for people. Uh, it, it, it makes me feel good. It tugs at my heartstrings, and I just, you know, uh, I, I just like doing, uh, I just like doing shout-outs for people. I like being part of the community, and this really does help me feel, you know, more part of the community. When I get to talk to people who actually sit for like an hour and a half and watch my vlog, that is, uh, I feel like, Giving someone a shout out is the least I could do to thank them for for sitting and watching these vlog videos and watching these review videos. So we're gonna get into here. This one is uh, uh, this one came to me in December. No, August. We're going all the way back to August. Okay, I'm gonna try to jump around here, but uh, this fella, which I can't remember his name, David wrote to me. David wrote and said, "Hey, Nick." I just want to start this by saying, of course, I'm a huge fan, but more than that, I am a son, and I am very sad to say this week tragedy has struck my family. At the age of 61, my father, James Richard Ron, pronounced Ron, passed away very unexpected, unexpectedly. He struggled with diabetes and breathing issues for the last decade of his life, and it seems that they finally took him. He was a smoker for most of his adult life, but never a vapor. However, he was always supportive of my vaping, and he was a great father. He helped dozens, if not hundreds of people through AA, and he was a great friend to many people. He will be greatly missed, especially by his wife of 36 years and his three children. My younger sister is also a fan of yours, and I know she would love it if you shouted him out. You can put all of this in your vlog. Well, maybe not his full name. Uh, sorry. Uh, and thank you for your time. I know you're a busy man. Um, and you get many heart-wrenching emails like this. Thank you so much for the videos and all the support I'm sure you will give. Sincerely, David, let's keep on vaping even through hard times. Absolutely. Uh, David, consider yourself and your dad and your sister and your mom all shouted out uh, just to the utmost. Um, I emailed him back and I apologize that I haven't gotten to the shout out yet. I've got 150,000 to go through. And he says, uh, I hate to be the guy that begs uh, for a shout out. I don't want to be that guy. I know it would mean a lot to my sister whose name I don't have. I don't have your sister's email. So I'm just going to say David's sister. Boom. You are shouted out. Who has been waiting months and months for a shout out uh, since our father passed away in August. She asks if you have shouted out dad yet. Whenever I tell her I'm watching the vlog, it's been tough and we're all taking it one time and one day at a time. Your videos have been really helpful in giving me some po something positive to look forward to every week. Thank you for the great videos. Um, absolutely, David. Totally heartbreaking. I don't know what that's uh, like. Uh, the only advice I can give you is mourn in your own way. Uh, I'm so sorry for your loss, but you and your dad, your mom and your sister, whose names I don't have, you are all 
you are all shouted out. So this one was sent back uh, in October. Uh, why do I always cut off their names? Heidi. Heidi wrote to me and said, my fiance Matt is a devoted follower of yours. His 30th birthday is coming up and he would be ecstatic if you could give him a shout out. He smoked for 13 years before he got into vaping. Your enthusiasm and passion for vaping has allowed for it to become his favorite hobby. He enjoys all your reviews from new products, recommended juices, from around the country and especially your tasting of craft beers. All right. Well, here you go, Matt. I'm going to have some craft beer just for you. This, this is for Matt. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's delicious. Just out of curiosity, what's the alcohol volume on this? Because I believe that I am already feeling it. 8%. There you go. That's why. We live right outside of Beer City, USA, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Founders. Your show each week is one of the biggest highlights, uh, and we would love him if you could wish him a happy 30th birthday. Happy belated 30th birthday there, Matt. Uh, go ahead and give your fiancé, Heidi, a nice uh, fiancé. Did I jump the gun there? Uh, fiancé? Nope. Yeah, fiancé. Okay, fiancé. I didn't jump the gun there. They're, they're fiancés. Fiancés? Is that how you say it? They're dating, but they're going to get married? They're fiancés? Sure. Heidi, Matt, you were both shouted out. I hope you're uh, hope you're drinking some delicious beer this evening. Got a couple more to fit in here, maybe one or two more. Uh, Lone Star Dripper writes to me and says, "I fully allow this email's contents to be reread on video. Anybody asking for a shout out, please put that in at the very beginning of your email, so I don't start reading it and then get to a point where it's like, please don't say my sister's name." or where I live, or the fact that I vape Cutwood. You know, people are like, just don't say that things, and then I say them things, and then I don't know why I can't talk right now. Grim Green, my name is Brayden, AKA Lone Star Dripper, and I wanted to start out by saying that you have been made a huge impact on my vaping lifestyle. I enjoy watching your humorous, yet still very knowledgeable reviews and vlogs. Thank you. I started vaping after my dad had quadruple bypass surgery and had to quit smoking. I wanted to help him kick the stink sticks to the curb by quitting with him. After a week or so, I was still having urges to smoke, so I looked into healthier alternatives and found vaping. It's been two years, and it's not just an alternative to smoking for me anymore. It's a lifestyle that I have found... I, I hate getting annoyed by sirens because chances are they're going somewhere to help somebody, but right now I get kind of annoyed by sirens. I apologize if anybody's hurt or anything out there, then don't let my bad vibes get to you. Now that I've rambled on about my story, it would be ever so grateful if you could give a shout out to my lovely wife, Chelsea, for putting up with my clouds, clanthal clippings, and constant stops at vape shops. I understand that vaping is not for everyone, but having a spouse and family that believes in what vaping stands for helps keep it active for someone who does vape. It is a huge relief. I want to thank you for your vaping entertainment, honest reviews, weekly cheers, and doing your part for the vape community. Absolutely, Lone Star Dripper. You are shouted out. Your wife, 
Chelsea is shouted out. As you know, one of my most favorite things on earth is when there is someone who vapes in a spouse or significant other, boyfriend, girlfriend, life partner, whatever, that is supportive of that person, even though they may not smoke or vape. I think that's uh, I think that's just great. So Chelsea, absolutely, you are shouted out. Lone Star Dripper, you are shouted out as well. So let's do one more. Let's just get to this last one. Uh, Kilo wrote to me and says, Dear Nick, I would like to start and say I love your videos and everything you do. However, something has happened recently to my friend Mackenzie. On Friday, this is in August, as Mac was biking to work as he always does, some stranger thought it would be a great idea to throw a cinder block out of their car, hitting him directly in the face. That's like some Final Destination shit going on right there. Cinder block directly to the face. His cheekbone, jawbone, and five other parts of his face were fractured and his jaw is currently wired shut. He has gone through two surgeries as I'm writing this, and he now needs facial reconstruction surgery. He gave me a link to a GoFundMe campaign, which I'm not going to be posting in the description, and it's not because I'm a heartless bastard. It's that the GoFundMe campaign was met and exceeded by like $10,000, which is just fantastic. I love successful GoFundMe campaigns for people. Go to his GoFundMe page. He's trying to raise money for a surgery. If you could shout him out, that would mean the world to him and to me as we both love your videos and he needs money for the surgery. Thank you so much, Nick. He does not need any more money for the surgery. Uh, but Mackenzie and Kilo, you are both shouted out. I can't even, pardon me, pardon me, Robin Stewart's. I can't even imagine that happening. I can't imagine riding my bike down the sidewalk of which, I mean, in San Diego, there are bike people everywhere. There's bikers everywhere. Not like Sons of Anarchy bikers, but like hipsters in their fixed gear, you know, bicycles riding down the street. Someone just threw a cinder block out of their car. They hit him in the face. Hitting him directly in the face. Absolutely. Mackenzie, you deserve a shout out for that. Kilo, you deserve a shout out for that as well. But, uh... But yeah, that's gonna wrap up the uh, that's gonna wrap up the shout out segment. Um, what do we do after shout outs? I guess we go right into first impressions, of which there are many. All right, first impressions time. Let's talk about this one since I kind of already talked about it. So this is the Vape MX box from VapeMX.com, and I'm gonna post a link in the description to the Vape MX website where you can check this out now. They, you can't shop on their site. When you click shop, it goes to a new website, Ally Express, and then there's no products on that website at all, which is weird. So I'm just going to link to the Vape MX. Oh, God, it keeps redirecting me. Go back, vapemx.com. And I'm not sure who's carrying this box or how much it costs. I have been uh, enjoying this box quite quite a bit does uh, 75 watts no it does much more than that let's get to uh let's get to the actual specs of it so it does temp control it has a 25.5 amp a limit in it uh it does three volts to seven volts uh it does resistance in tc mode down to 0.05 in power mode it says 5 to 150 watts. Okay, so it does 150 watts. Uh, 0.03. 
Oh, okay, that's fine. I have a 0.04 on here, so that's actually awesome. It uses its own uh, Vape MX 150 watt chip, spring-loaded connection, O-ring prevent consolidate into device. I don't know what that means, but there is something weird with this. Now, the tank and atomizers don't just sit flush on here. There's like this little ring that screws off of the mod and then the mod has like a raised 510 on it which is weird like that's a weird thing it's like a juice trough whoops let me screw this back on it's like a little detachable juice trough that you have no reason at all to ever detach it just sits on there it's like slightly raised and then my tank the little hercules plus goes right on there and it's like I don't know, a couple millimeters high. It just adds a little bit of height to it. And I don't know, quite know why that's there. It seems uh, seems weird. Hey, let me take a toot. Uh, it, it vapes really well. I have the display flipped around so that I hold this rounded part in my hand and I can look directly at the display. Big fire button, big clicky fire button on top, two very clicky adjustment buttons on the bottom, and I accidentally... So it's got these weird... Uh, things that I haven't fiddled around with yet called decline and gain so that the gain is for when you're firing your atomizer it'll fire up faster and the decline is you set it like so if you think that you take like five second drags every single time you can set your decline to start at like three seconds so that it shoots up and then gradually comes down like you can adjust imagine if a box is your vape and it just goes all the way across right you can set the beginning and end of it to be whatever you want like you can have it ramp up really slow and then just end or you can have it ramp up really fast and then slowly come down or you can have it slowly go up and down i don't know it's weird it's something i haven't really fiddled around with yet i've just liked using it dual 18650 150 watts let me just vape on it It kind of does that delay thing where you press the button and you're not quite getting all of the wattage right away. It like, maybe I have that gain thing. Maybe I have that adjusted. Let's take a look. No, I have my decline off and my gain off. Okay. For some reason, there's like a little, there's like a ramp up time on this. And then I feel it kind of kick in. It's really, really weird. What's cool about this mod is this cover on here is leather so there's a little tab right here and you pop it open and it just comes off like this do you see this like floppy leather case like cover for it Two eighteen six fifty batteries right in there it's like a c-frame style and then this is just held on by magnets it fits into these little grooves there so there's no play up and down side to side or anything you have to like peel it off so those fit into the little grooves, wraps around, fits into the little grooves there. This does not come off unless you want to take it off. I love the idea of this. I want customizable wraps. I want to print my own wraps. I want 
all the wraps for everything. I just want to swap out like a hundred different colors on this. They sent a blue and a green. Obviously, I chose the green because the blue is like this weird light baby pastel blue. It's been very, very cool. But like with all my first impressions, I'm going to need to spend a lot more time with it before I feel comfortable talking about it in a full review. This has been nice. The menu system, a little bit wonky. It seems like there's no standards anymore. Everything is different. This is different from the RX 200. It's different from the DNA 200. It's different from the Segeli interfaces, from the Joytech interfaces. It's like its own interface now to lock your wattage up and down so you can't adjust it. You have to hold all the buttons, all three buttons, hold to lock. Now it's locked and I can still fire it. But my, but my adjustment up down is locked. It gives me a little locking error symbol. And then I hold all of the buttons again to unlock it. It's just weird. I'm used to holding both of them to lock it, like on a DNA 200. And so you kind of have to adjust things. It's just something new to get used to. Anyway, um, VapeMX from VapeMX.com. I'm going to uh, post links in the description to where you can check out all of these first impressions. I think I'm going to pop the hoodie off. I'm getting warm. It's time to pop the hoodie off. Shout out to T-Shirt Whore, the T-Shirt Whore, for sending me this hoodie. It's a teddy bear with just black metal face, and then it says disobey, and I just like it. It's just a it's just a cool hoodie, but it's got to come off. Hey, look at that. I was wearing a Squid Dude t-shirt underneath the whole time, and I didn't even know it. So next, next on the first impressions, we're going to go to this mod. Now, this comes to me from Asmodis. This is the Minikin, Minikin 120-watt variable box mod. Interesting. Double 18650, but it only does 120 watts as opposed to 120. 50 watts interesting right look at this little guy it's a like rubbery finish and this is like that baby blue color uh it comes in black and red and blue and comes in like shiny colors as well but this is like the the sort of slightly rubbery matte finish huge huge old clicky fire button on there nice big big display 90 watts this is 0.12 ohms uh this is the kennedy 22 which is dry uh, i've really been enjoying this kennedy 22 um i'm not gonna say i like it more than the 24 but it's been uh it's been super super good uh it's got a little bit tighter of an airflow obviously than the 24 that's a cap from unleashed vapors they engraved uh, a stormtrooper on there so there you go this is set to 90 watts 0.12 ohms it's it's a really comfortable vape the size of this is really really small and it just this is designed to hit with your finger with your you know with your like index finger there it's hard to like flip it around and hit it with your thumb i mean i guess you could but it's ergonomically designed to be rounded like this fit in your palm boom hit it with your finger your finger's like in the perfect position right there to hit it Good, good flavor on that Kennedy 22. Good flavor. Now, the fit and finish on this leaves a little bit to be desired. Um, it doesn't quite fit together as well as I would like, but there's your dual 18650s. These are sub-ohm cells, which, eh, they are what they are. They're fine. They work for me in this mod, so I'm using them. I'm not like, oh, sub-ohm cells are so great, but I use them and they're fine. So I got my two sub-ohm cells in there. It's series, one up, one down. This is a metal sliding housing cover that goes on here 
just like that. Your adjustment buttons are on the side. And this has weird things too, like you hold the up and the power to lock it. And then when that happens, you can't push anything. Like fire button doesn't work. So you have to hold the up and the fire to unlock it. One, two, three, four, okay, that gets you into the menu. Three gets you into the menu. It's got, it seems to have the same interface as that other wonky mod that I did a first impressions on last week. The, the gripper one that I can't, the Helv, seems to have the exact same interface as that, exact same finish as that as well. It's just in a, a different little designer package. What I will say right now, not a huge fan of the mirrored display, although it's really easy to read. I love this button. I just like this big sort of clicky fire button on there. Um, I like a big round button. What's wrong with that? It's just really, really comfortable to hold, really, really comfortable to use. And I've, uh, I've, I've actually really been enjoying this. They have them on the site, the Asmoda site, which I'll link to in the description, 79 bucks. It's a pre-order right now, 120 watts, variable wattage box mod. I mean, they're gonna go on and on about the specs. It uses its own GX120V2 chip. Two 18650 batteries, five to 120 watts. In TC mode, it goes five to 60 watts. The wattage range in TC mode only goes up to 60 watts. I wonder why that is. Huh, interesting. Anyway, it's been, it's been a really fun little vape. I'm not stoked on the color, but it's a fun little vape. Anyway, like with all my first impressions, I do need to spend, you know, a lot more time with this before I'm gonna do a full, full video. And let me just say, moving forward into 2016, I am going to be a lot more picky with the things that I do reviews for. I am not gonna deal with China's constant re-releases and upgrades stuffs. You know what I mean? It's just obnoxious, and I'm not gonna take part in it any more. At least I'm gonna try not to do it anymore. So what do I have to talk about? There's a tank. There's a tank I wanna talk about, and I don't know where said tank is. Oh, here it is. So this is the new Aspire tank, and Aspire plays the upgrade game quite a bit. Not necessarily the upgrade game, but like the new product game. Um, they obviously did the Atlantis and the Atlantis version 2 and then the Triton Triton tank and they've had tanks. This is the newest Aspire tank and I really, really like it a lot. It's so weird. So I, I mean, let me just tell you the story. This came in and I was like, oh, this is the new Aspire Skeletio tank that I don't know how to say the name of it. And so I'm like, wow, that's really, really cool. It looks like this, that, and the other, and it's a glass tank. Aspire has essentially reinvented the Cardamizer tank. Believe it or not, they have done it. But they have done it for lung hits. The airflow on this is redonkulous. So open, so, so airy. So airy that I close the airflow off about halfway. And it's still nice and airy. And I get thick, nice, flavorful vapor right into my mouth hole. This is Cardo Crush. I have been vaping this juice for years. I know exactly what it should taste like. It tastes like Cardo Crush in this tank. This tank is really easy to fill. I can't take it completely apart. 
but it's got a coil in there that is long, like a cardamizer used to be. It screws down into the base, and then it you screw the top on, and the tank is held on there on the bottom by an O-ring, and on the top there's just a little O-ring to hold it on there. It's a nice little tank, and it looks good, and it's got big, big juice flow slots in it. I mean, you look at the coil head, and there's like these big, like, ovally juice flow slots in there. This is the 0.4 ohm coil, which could actually probably stand to get some more wattage through it. I'm going to turn this up to 65 watts. Let's see how that does. Perfect. Just freaking perfect. It's just really good. Now, I haven't tried closing this down all the way. You could close this off, I think, and still get... Okay, now... I want to try to do a mouth to lung on this, but I have a feeling I'm going to cough. No, you can't. No mouth to lung. Sorry. No mouth to lung on this at all. I don't know how much these are going to sell for. I don't even know what it's called. It's called the Cleto. C-L-E-I-T-O. How would you spell that? How would you say that? Salito? Salito. It's made of stainless steel. 304 stainless steel. Pyrex glass tube. Wideboard Darlin drip tip, which is of imported food grade Delrin. Salido is compatible with all standard 510 drip tips. It has a black and stainless steel finish. There's cuffs. Okay. There's different colored cuffs. Okay. That's dumb, but okay. Now, this isn't like a revolutionary thing. They've basically gone back in time and, like I said, reinvented the cardamizer tank. This is like... If I had this tank back in the Cardo tank days, I would have just been overjoyed with happiness at how well this vapes. It's uh, it's really nice, and it's really easy to fill. Now, there's no juice shutoff system, but there's when you unscrew the top, it doesn't really pull a whole lot of juice in there because all it does is just breaks the vacuum seal. So you unscrew this. From the top, you can see the coil head sticking out there. You bleh, fill your juice up. You screw this back down on there. And when it gets to the bottom, all it's doing is resting on the glass. There's a little O-ring in there. And when you screw it all the way down, it's just resting on the glass. There's nothing going in or like on top or around. It's just resting on the glass. Um, I just took that off and put it back on. And I know without a doubt it's not going to be gurgly on me. No gurgle, just delicious flavor. Aspire, I believe, so far has made a really, really nice tank with the Salito. I'm going to post a link in the description to the Aspire site. I don't believe these are for sale anywhere yet. I might do some Google Foo and try to find some, but as it stands, I don't know where... Uh, they're being sold for sale or anything like that. I'm going to have to dig through that. I want to find my rubber cuffs. I want to put a yellow, I want to put a red one on here so it matches the the Cool Fire 4 Plus. I want to be matchy matchy. I, the rings are whatever. They are what they are. Um, they're going to do an RTA base for it, which historically the Aspire RTA bases have never been amazing. The one that they did for the Atlantis version 2 was kind of awful. So I'm interested to see what they do as far as an RDA base, uh, RTA base for this uh, for this tank. But yeah, I've been getting along with it just, I mean, 
spiffy, just spectacular. I'm gonna, that's it, that's it. I have to find one, I have to find one. Yeah, now we're getting matchy-matchy. Look at that. Red, red, black. That just looks cool. And a vape's good, too. Anyway, been really enjoying this tank. There's no way around it. Obviously, with all my first impressions, blah, 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 I need to spend much, much more time with it. So we're getting to the second to the last first impressions here. The next thing I want to talk about... Uh, okay, here's the thing. There's already reviews for this up on YouTube. I got this really, really late. That's just what happens sometime. This is the Target 75 watt device from Vapresso. And I didn't know what to think of this. I saw pictures of it and went, nah, I don't want anything to do with that. Now that I have it in my hand, it's so incredibly comfortable to hold. Look at this little size, look at this little thing. It's just a little stainless steel thing, a little plastic on the back here. You pop this open. You got your 18650 in there, closes just fine. It holds together really, really well. It's got a trigger button right here. The tank sits in the front. Now, this has been vaping so good. The coil heads are so nice. Just so, so nice. The vape on it is just so great. got a slightly stiff airflow but the flavor on it the performance on it is just really really nice so I'm sitting here and I'm enjoying this and this uses these new ceramic coil heads and they sent me the MSDS for them and it uses these ceramic coil heads and they look weird they're like golden like I'll post a link in the description to vapenw.com they're like honeycomb patterned and they're golden and they use a ceramic on the inside and it's oh they they vape so good just so good flavor's good the performance is nice the draw is on the stiff side but that just to me like I, it just enhances the flavor so i'm going along in life and i'm vaping this and this is great and i post a hand check on instagram and i'm like boom i just got this i really like it i'm having a great time with it then i got an email from eh, a vendor i'm not going to say which vendor it is right now but i got an email from a vendor and they're a big vendor and he emails me and he's like, hey, you, I saw you got that Target V2 from Vapepresso. How great are those tanks? And I'm like, dude, these tanks are great, right? Like the coil heads are so good. He's like, yeah, stop vaping it right now. I'm like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? He's like, well, we're skeptical of the ceramic coils used in them. So we sent them off to get tested and they came back, the results came back with some scarily toxic shit in them. And we went, they went back to Vapresso and they said, hey, we know you have the MSDS for these. We sent the coil heads to get tested and they came back not good. Like really, really not good. And so... They're waiting back to hear back from Vapresso, and I'm waiting back to hear back from them. I was like, you just basically ruined my day by telling me I can't vape this. I should not be vaping this right now. 
Oh, but it's so good. The flavor's so good. So I'm going to put that down and I'm not going to vape it until I hear back from this vendor. So this vendor was waiting to hear back from Vapepresso and they sent another batch of coil heads to be tested because in science that's what you do. You don't just go off of one thing. You you know, it has to be repeatable results. And so they're sending more coil heads to get tested. And he's going to let me know if the second batch of coil heads come back with the same horrible toxicity level in them. And, man, that really bums me out. Nobody is reporting on this. No one's saying anything. And all of the Vapepresso Target V2 videos I've seen, no one mentions anything about the ceramic coil heads and that they could may not even be safe for you i'm not one that is here to stir up drama but when a large trusted vendor emails me and says stop using that right now we had the coil heads tested and they might be less than safe to use wait until we test another batch and we'll let you know so When I have all the information, that's when you will have all of the information. As it stands right now, I'm not going to use this tank, but I am going to use the ever-loving F out of this mod. It's so tiny, so comfortable to hold and use and just click, and I need to take this tank off of here so I'm not tempted anymore. I just need to get that tank off of there because I just keep being tempted by it because I want to use this mod because I like to hold it and I like to use it. These are like 65 bucks. I'm going to post a link in the description. The mod itself is great. 75 watts, single 18650. It doesn't have an amazing battery life, but the fit and finish of this device is really, really nice. I mean, really, really well done. The, The clicky trigger on there, it's just great. Just stay away from the coil heads just for now. I will absolutely have an update, and I will post it everywhere. GrimGreen.com, my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere. I'll do an update in a future vlog video. I'll put it in the title of the vlog so you know that there's an update on these coil heads, and it really bums me out that I can't use them. So last first impression that I want to do before this vlog runs completely too long. I got this Kanger thing, okay? Got a Kanger thing. This is the K-Box 120. Kanger is cranking shit out like you can't imagine. So this is a dual 18650 right there. Dual 18650. It's kind of like the MX. It's kind of like that Minikin. It's dual 18650 and then like a C-frame style aluminum, you know, metal housing that slides over it. Pardon me. Just like that. And... What's interesting about this is not that it's a dual 18650 and it's not that it's 120 watts and it's not that it does temperature control. What's interesting to me is Kanger is claiming that this does temperature control with nichrome. They say it does nickel, titanium, stainless steel, and nichrome. Ni- not sorry, not nichrome. Nichrome doesn't exist. Nichrome nickel titanium stainless steel nichrome so i haven't tried this with nichrome temperature control yet and that's what we're going to do right now so i'm going to pop this vapeston ceramicus tank off of here i'm going to set it to the side and i'm going to grab this aeolus now this aeolus has a 22 gauge anarchist wire build in it which anarchist wire is 
Nichrome 80. And I'm going to put it on here. And we're going to try to temp control this Nichrome. Because I don't believe that Kanger did it. I am just about the most skeptical person that you can come across in vaping. And I don't think they've done it. So what I'm going to do is get this over to Nichrome temp control mode. Three clicks. Three more clicks. Three more clicks. Nichrome. Nichrome. N-I-C-R. 120 watts. It's maxed out. Uh, how do you adjust the wattage in... Turns it off. Can you not adjust the wattage in temp control mode? I'm leaving it at 120 watts then. And it's in Nichrome mode. This is 373 degrees. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Let's get some juice on these coils. And we're going to freaking vape it and see how it goes. How do you test out temperature control? First of all, I just want to see if it vapes. Whoa. So here's what I noticed right away is that I have it set to 370 degrees Fahrenheit, which is low. It didn't fire really hot. It was like... I think Kangertech has done temperature control with Nichrome. I'm going to set this to 430 degrees. I'm going to take a couple rips here and uh, try to dry out this cotton and see if I can burn this cotton, which I just re-wicked this today, so I don't really want to burn the cotton, Kangertech. But I'm going to see if I can burn the cotton. And if I can burn the cotton... It's maintaining 0.14 resistance really, really well. Can I lock the resistance in there? Nope, that flips the screen. Okay, where's the manual? This is all in French! All right, okay, battery on off. Select temperature control materials. Uh, add temperature control of nickel. Other than the four temperature control modes, the final full power mode is wattage output. To reverse the LCD, to do that, to turn it off. Short protection, open circuit, long pressing when the battery... No. Okay, that's it. You can't adjust your wattage in temperature control mode. It's set at 120 watts. Okay, and there's no way to lock your resistance on here either. Uh, when using nickel, titanium, nichrome, or stainless steel resistance wire, once change the coil, K-Box 120 detect your coil value automatically. There's no way to lock it in. Okay, there's no way to lock it in. So here we are, we're set uh, 0.14, 120 watts, 428 degrees, nichrome build. Oh dang, that cotton's getting dry, Kangertech. Don't burn on me. Vape capital. Oh God, all right, this cotton is officially dry. I mean, dry. If this was any other device, I would be dripping the crap out of this right now. Please don't burn. Please don't burn. Please don't burn. I'm going to turn the temperature down. <laughs> Freaking out, man. I'm going to turn the temperature down to 350. And burnt. Just burnt the fuck out of my cotton.
Yep. Just burnt the shit out of my cotton. The coils glowed red. All I smell is burning cotton. Kangratech, uh, this is not temperature control with nichrome. Yep. There you go. Thanks. Well, thanks a lot, Kangertech, for setting off my fire alarm. Yeah, no, they, uh, they did not, not, not do temperature control with nichrome. I'm going to turn this down. I don't want to burn the cotton any more than I already have. Let's turn this down to, like, 200 degrees. And it's Fahrenheit. It's not Celsius. Okay, well, now it's switched over to Celsius. You son of a bitch. It was in Fahrenheit mode. I promise it was Fahrenheit. I promise. Okay, now it's in Fahrenheit. That's what the little F means, right? That's Fahrenheit? They might have done temperature control with nichrome because I... S oh, okay. So now it says temp over. So I have it set to 260 degrees. I can... Va I mean, that is the driest cotton on earth. It looks like a brand new build. I can press the button. I can hear it pulsing, but they're not glowing red. Okay, that's interesting. So what happens if I leave it at 260 degrees? I juice it up. We're going to need like two pumps in here. We're going to need like three pumps in here. I juice it up. Let's see if it gives me a good vape and then doesn't burn. Okay, so the vape is really, really weak at 266 degrees. And I can taste that burnt cotton. God damn it. Now I have to re-wick this. Huh. Okay. Kangertech may have done temperature control with nichrome. Uh, further science is needed, but I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap I'm gonna wrap up the first impressions right there. Unfortunately, I don't have a retro vaping segment prepared, but what I do have is a review for things that never got reviewed. Reviews for things that never got reviews. All right. So reviews for things that never got reviews. Now this is a wooden box mod that I got, and it never got reviewed. And the reason that it never got reviewed was that it just never got reviewed. Um, I uh, am hoping that in 2016 I can be a little bit more organized. I feel like I'm pretty organized as it is. Um, this got misplaced for a while, for a long while, and that bums me out. And then, I okay, so we'll just start with this one. So this is the Lazy Vapors Dual 18650 Unregulated Parallel Box Mod. Now, this was, like I said, from Lazy Vapors. So let me put some batteries in here. And I used it for quite a while. What RDA can I put on here? Ooh, I don't know. How about the Kennedy? What's the resistance on that? 0.12? Yeah, I think that can go on here. So this wooden box mod is on the larger side. Now, this is all custom done by a dude. He runs Lazy Vapors, and he makes wooden box mods. And they're actually really, really nice wooden box mods um the doors are seg or you know serrated like that so do you see how they fit together kind of like a hinge wood how it's jagged on top and jagged on the bottom it all fits together really really nice i mean zero play in the door up and down the only thing i didn't like about this was the button it's not a click clicky button it's a squishy squishy button and it's one of those buttons you have to press into the body of the mod rather than just giving it a nice little press or like a nice little click you have to press it in and down 
it's nice. It's dual unregulated. Um, there is a MOSFET on there on the top. It's all done with nice, thick, thick copper wires on the top, thick, thick copper wires on the bottom. Uh, it's got that Veritube 5 spring-loaded 510 in there. The 510 sits ever so slightly, whoops, ever so slightly down. It's not flush with the top. I can see a, you know, a ring of wood up here. The, it sits slightly down. And so there's a lot of RDAs like that 24 millimeter Kennedy just did not fit on here. It has to be used with 22 millimeter atomizers, but it's nice and unregulated. You can rock, you know, super low resistance on it. And it, it's a nice mod. It's not too big, but it, it, it just feels big, it, but it's made really, really nice. One thing that I really like about it is the spine sort of that goes in the middle of it. So this, your batteries will go on either side and then there's like this ridge, like this little spine right here that kind of helps keep your batteries into place. The negative of it is on the inside. So they, it just, it's really well thought out as far as a wooden box goes. Damn, hitting nice, hitting nice, nice and hard. And I used this for a while and I really, really liked it. I liked the wood and then it got misplaced. And so there was one day where I was reorganizing and reevaluating things. I have different stages in this office, which may not appear to the average person, but me, I know exactly where everything is. I have stuff that I'm using immediately right here on my desk. And then I have my mod stands over here, the Stormtrooper and the BB-8. Those are things that are very next in line. Sometimes they get used occasionally, but they're just waiting. They're kind of the next in line stuff to be used. And then I have over here, this is all the stuff that's either waiting to be put away. And here's where I fucked up. It's either waiting to be put away or it's waiting to move to the next stage before it actually gets used, used, okay? This little system in place. And so I'm over here on this, on this desk shelf where the lamp is next to the stormtroopers. And I'm looking through the things I have over there and I'm picking this thing up and I'm going, okay, this needs to stay here. This is gonna get moved to BBA. Oh, I already did a review for this. It's going on my shelf. This one here, this was going here, but on my shelf. So I grabbed this one and I was like, okay, I've already done a review for this, put it on my shelf. And it just sat up there for way too long and i was going through looking for some retro vaping stuff and i pulled this out and i was like oh yeah i remember when i reviewed this or no i never reviewed this it's been months i've had this for like half of a year and it just got put in the wrong place and it just sat there and i you know and i got reminded of it when uh, he sent me this. So he sent me kind of like the newest version. Now, it's this is a single unregulated 26650 that I kind of, it was uh, a bit of a special request. Um, I said, I really want a single 18650 unregulated box. And so this is what I got. And it was originally like long, like a, like a long box. And I was like, no, no, more like, like side, like the electronics would be next to it and it would be a wider box. And he's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. 
So single 26650 in there, and it's got a voltmeter on the side. Can you see what voltage it's reading? 4.15, fresh off the charger, same door. No spine in the middle, but same like serrated edges that kind of all fit together, boom, really, really well. It just feels really, really nice. And I got this, and I was so excited to use it, and then I was like, oh, eh, single 26650 might have been a bad idea because I don't really have any good 26650 batteries and the performance that I'm getting is very, very meh. That was actually a really good hit. That's actually the best hit I've ever had out of this. This has the much better MyTech clicky, clicky, clicky button. This is the same exact button that is on the JoeLit44 mod. It is just a wonderful button. Shows you your voltage that you're getting. Shows you that, the voltage that you're getting. There's a MOSFET. There's a big switch. There's a 510 single 26650 in there. This is great. I had a lot of fun with this and I'm using it and using it. And I'm like, I know he made this special for me. I don't know if he wants me to review this one as well. And so that's when I started thinking about this one. And I was like, oh, I never got a review. So that's why this thing never got a review. He makes really, really good boxes. He does not, however, have a website. He does have an Instagram at lazyvapers underscore box mods on Instagram. And I'm going to post a link to it in the description. Um, let me read the description. It says the official Instagram for Lazy Vapors, specializing in the most complex wooden box mods on the market. Only 18 or older allowed. And you email the guy his email address at yahoo.com, which is on his Instagram. But you can go through and see some of these boxes. Triple 18, triple 18 650, that one just looks great. Double 26650, he's got a double 26650 squonker box that looks great. All his boxes look just beautiful and having used them they are just constructed so well now if i could have my ideal box mod from him and this guy has already gone out of his way to not only get me this box which i really really loved unfortunately it didn't get a review and this box which i don't really really love but i do really really love i love the box i don't love the single 26650 this is why i don't make mods because in my head i go oh single 26650 unregulated box that'd be so effing cool and then i get one and i go maybe that wasn't the best idea that i've ever had what i would love is to get a box like this that's green with this nice dark wood finish on it that has the harder corners. Now this is much more sharp and boxy. This one's very, very rounded. It's rounded on all the corners and even the door itself, it's like the notches are rounded and everything's very rounded on it. I like the hard lines on this box. I love the switch on this box. If I could get this box, same button, same voltage display, same 510, same box with a double 18650 unregulated, I would use the ever-loving F out of it. I think it's just so cool. His boxes are just so cool. They're just so nice. He really takes the time and makes a really, really nice... Uh, Really, really nice box. Go over, head over to his Instagram. Look at that, dual 26650. See, that probably wouldn't have been a good idea. He makes really, really good 
wooden box mods. If you want a very, very nice wooden box mod, head over to Lazy Vapors, check it out. Scrolling through his Instagram, I did find the pricing guide. Single 26,650 is 150. Dual 18,650 is 160. Dual 26,650 is 170. Triple 18,650 is 190. Shit, I might like this box with a triple 18,650 in it. You know what I mean? Like, if it's a single 26,650 is the same width as a dual 18,650, then it would be a little bit longer for a triple. But if it could be this height, do you see this height? I love the height of this box. This the twenty six the eighteen six fifty one is really tall. The twenty six six fifty one is really short. I like a shorter box. I don't even mind the width of it because it uses that big good MyTech switch. Listen, this guy he does great boxes. I'm gonna post a link in the description to his Instagram and to his uh, email, SethCatley at Yahoo.com. Um, I I really like this guy. He does good boxes. I am overly satisfied with these boxes. I, I am very, very sorry, Lazy Vapors, that these never got a review, but they're getting a review right now, and I really, really like them. I think I could, if I could have this box, this green box, with a dual 18650, same switch, same voltage meter, same 510, even if it was a little bit longer widthways this way, I could easily, easily spend 160 bucks. This is a custom handmade wooden box. It's stained green and the finish on it is just beautiful. So I apologize that these never got a review. Head over to Lazy Vapors, check them out. I think they're, uh, I think they're super cool. So I'm gonna wrap this up. So yeah, that's the review for things that never got reviewed. I'm going to go ahead and end this vlog with everybody and mine's favorite last segment. All right, here we go. Favorite comment of the week. Oh, favorite comment of the week. I've been keeping track of the comments, although I'm not, haven't been able to reply to a bunch of them lately because I was gone. Uh, I did find two that were very, very nice. Um, don't remember what video this was on. Um, I'm going to have to edit out this guy's name. Um, or maybe not. I don't care. Uh, he left a comment and said, You have no O game because you spend your time sucking cock. <laughs> okay. He said that. He said that. A human being said that to another human being. You have no O game because you spend your time sucking cock. What if I did spend my time sucking cock? I might actually be offended by that. But I know that this guy's an idiot, so I move on. <laughs> one more, one more comment of the week. And this one was just so bizarre. Uh, I don't, I wish I could remember what video this was on. But it wouldn't even matter because the context doesn't matter because this comment is just so bizarre. But a guy named Lipmo, Lipmo writes and says, Bullshit I have ever dry hits or is lick. Three day wicking and I hate the F-U dot dot dot. I don't even know what that means. Bullshit, I have ever dry hits or is lick. Or is lick? Three day wicking and I hate the F-U dot dot dot. 
and there was never a continuation. Like generally, the dot 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 means, hey, there's more coming. If, you know, if someone texts me, hey, what do you think about this idea? And I go, well, it's kind of dot dot dot. Next text message, dot dot dot. Strange. Like that's how the dot 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 works. Is there's more coming? There's never more. Litmo, if you're out there, please tell me what this fucking means and give me the continuation of it because the continuation of it might make this comment make perfect sense. Although bullshit, I have ever dry hits or is lick. That's a sentence. He ended that with a period. Bullshit, I have ever dry hits or is lick. There you go. Well, that's what I got. More more wonderful comments of the week. Thank you so much for... Uh, Thank you so much for joining me again, guys, here on the vlog. Of course, I have the uh, Mech Mod, no, not Mech Mod Monday, Mod Monday, Topper Tuesday, Wildcard Wednesday, and the vlog. We're getting back into the swing of things here in 2016, and I'm going to have a lot of tanks, RDAs, Mech Mods, regulated mods coming up because, you know, that's what vaping is. And, uh,. It's just, I have a feeling I'm in for a bit of a crazy year. I have a feeling it's going to be a lot more travel. Uh, I hope to meet a lot more people out there in the vape world. And uh, I appreciate the support as always. It just It just means the world to me. And I do believe that everybody deserves a great vape. So that's what I got. Thank you. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. And as always, yeah, lazy vapers, let's keep on vaping. Yeah, no. Your old game trash. Blow some most.